AJ McCall, drop the mic on teaching. Yes. Producer Butter's in with us on <laughs> this podcast. Hello. <laughs> it's AJ because and Producer uh, Butters. McCall's been, here somewhere. It's been one of those weeks. Well, you're, you're in the title, unless you have, unless we purposely state Bro. like the one podcast we cut. To, Sometimes uh, there's no McCall. Chicken. Sometimes this- it's just AJ Butters and interns. And the interns are why we are on this podcast because McCall and I and Producer Butters have launched and, and revived a, a VFX internship program that really went badly. <laughs> was not going to say that? I was going to say it didn't really By exist the end for it did. a while. Yeah, it, w- it was non-existent for a while and then we started it and it's not, it's, it's a learning curve is what it is. Yeah, it has provided some interesting challenges and, and roadblocks that I don't know. Not not unexpected, but I no, think of there are not. things that like what you can't know until you're immersed <laughs> in the situation. Yes, yes. And so for I I don't know for you, McCall. Uh, yeah. For me, I've done a little bit of training for board ops. Uh huh. But I really haven't done a whole lot when it comes to on air. Normally, the places I've gone, I'm generally. I mean, this is the third place I've worked full time in radio. I'm usually the newest guy. Right. Either in the building and still pretty much in my radio career. Most everybody else I work with has been doing it for a while. Now, when it comes <laughs> to my own experience, I haven't really, in radio, been a teacher to people. Like, right. I haven't really had that role be given to me. When I worked at Wells Fargo, I was there for four years, four and a half years, something along those lines. And three of those four years was spent being a lead teller and so I spent a lot of time learning going through management courses and figuring out how to manage people and learning how to train and with with the way that the bank was set up it was all very strategic everything was very like okay it's very controlled and very organized the the order of the way that things go like this is your job and this is the only thing you you do do it this is how you do it well it's like this is your job here's how you do this job here's how you do this job and it's it's a very good rundown because they've been doing it for years you know it's been it's been a organization that's been around forever Mm -hmm. and you go through and you know each task you do you know how each task is is handled and you know how to handle every kind of situation because they are given this very detailed list of that's organized and with this radio is so freaking different like it's so different and it's always constantly changing nothing is nothing is straightforward nothing is straight laced like okay here's your organized list this is what you do ta-da done like you have a list of tasks, but how you get from point A to point B is not a straight line. Point A to point B is like, hey, we went out for lunch and I had to go do this and we had a meeting with a client and oh shoot, I forgot we have to do this podcast and oh yeah, here's point B. <laughs> yeah. Like there is no straight line to A to B. I think also, I think a little bit more along those lines too. I think radio, from my experience and maybe in in bigger cities where there's a little bit more maybe of a corporate structure. Right. I think it's a lot more Mm self-starter-ish. Like, don't get me wrong, you have obviously responsibilities that you need to complete day in and day out and do so in a a, a viable way. Otherwise, you're going to get fired. Right. Like Mm -hmm. any job. But I think, you know, there's a... It's much more of a career. I think the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Not like nothing against your banking job, but I, I feel like, you know, it's kind of monotonous and, and mindless to a certain extent. There's a lot that you can kind of kind of tune out for and you can just kind of go through the motions but yeah because once you once you get into like a habit it's like yeah that's it but for this yeah it's, it habits i think habits are not necessarily a bad thing but monotony is bad i think yeah it kind it of is. kills creativity yep i mean this podcast is a prime example we we started it because <laughs> we wanted to do it you know if you are on our facebook page you saw earlier mccall wanted to record a song with with a ukulele like that stuff is not stuff anybody said hey let's do, do this that. in the bank do that it's right just, but, hey, you know, it's this. stuff that I think is kind of adds flair to the AJ and McCall show in the VFX station right. that we came up with. And so I think that's sort of an issue for teaching. I think it's a blessing and a curse because it's self-starter show, like, you can't teach it, right? You can't tell people you need to do this. You need to be, you either need to be in love with it or you don't. You can't teach yeah. that to people. Right. But at the same time, it would also, to a certain extent, make teaching a little bit easier because if you're more self-starter, then 
people are going to be wanting to absorb and find the information. Right. Absolutely. Right. I, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of it is a lot of it is not necessarily taught. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's kind of like inherited. I feel like I've gone back and forth on that too because we obviously have gone to conferences mm-hmm. and, and there's programs that we've signed up for and webinars. And so there obviously is a certain aspect to it that is teachable. But like before that and even now, I don't know if it's an ego thing or it's just how I view the career. A big part of me still thinks um, – there's just some inherent things you have to have right. in, to be successful in radio. It's not like you can be this blank piece of clay and then here's all the things and, and then you're, you're going to be an expert. And you're just molded into it. Yeah. Right. No, you have to have uh, creativity. There's a lot of creativity that goes into radio. And if you're not creative, you have to have somebody on your team as a producer that is creative. And you have to not be afraid to make a fool out of yourself. Gosh, like we posted that video of me singing on my ukulele and I am like, oh, okay, great. Here come the trolls, which is fine. But, but you I know, think you're you, gonna get that anywhere, really. Right. But you have to be It's the internet. Right. You 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 just have to be open to being mocked. It it has to be something that is like an acceptable thing. So you can't hold yourself you can't be too proud, really. You can't be too proud to be in radio. I feel like there's a pride thing. You gotta drop your pride. And I feel like uh, the inherent thing of it is your creativity. And some people, like Bobby Bones, is one who has discussed this at length. If you bought his book, you can read it. Um, at length, he had to practice creativity because he didn't right. He didn't inherently come by it. Right. No, and I think that I agree with that. And so, like, this is a long-winded way of kind of explaining some of the, I think, pitfalls we think we've stumbled into while we're trying to teach i think the other thing is too you kind of have the negative connotation too and i don't i'm sure we've all run into it but how many people have said like either your job's easy because you just listen to music or or you know (laughs) i'm the funniest one in my friend group so i feel like i'd be great on radio all that and we've encountered plenty of people and we're like well the easy thing we've discussed it at nauseum it's it's a joke it's not an easy job it's it can be if you don't care about being successful and and the funny thing is, like, well, I, the funny thing throws me for a loop because you think people, I, I'm sure people do too, but it's like walking up to a stand up comedian and be like, I could do what you do. Right. No, you can't. You never would do that. Who would you walk up and walk up to Kevin Hart and say, I could do what you did? No. He, he's tested material. He has to deliver it on a stage. He's found stuff that's relatable. He's found stuff that's funny. You know, he's found comedic timing. There's like so much that goes into it. And on that, even even back to, again, Bobby Bones, in his book, he did that. He said, I want to be a comedian. And he went out and he tested the waters and he was a comedian. And he went out on on the stage and sucked. He was not good. He was not good at all. Well, I think I think part of the problem is everybody thinks things are so easy. Right. And it's just it's not. You know, jobs in general, there are hard parts of every job. Yeah. There are difficult parts of every job. But you have to remember And again, we're not saying, oh my gosh, our job is so difficult because our job is great. Like we have, we have a good job, but there is so much calculation that goes into how to execute breaks, how to execute. um, It's a lot of planning. So much planning. So much planning. And it's not, I mean, I'll even say this. We don't sit in here and listen to music all day. In fact, most of the time I don't even listen to the music. No. Well, I don't no. either. Usually while we're on air, what? we're not listening to the music. AJ yeah, and I are communicating posts. in between breaks or break. commenting on social media. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very interesting uh, to, to see really the inside of it rather mm-hmm. than just what you can see from face value. Yep. It's always and, planning. It's you know, always they, planning. They always say that it is such... Such a compliment if people tell you your job your yeah, job is so easy because you're because you are uh, executing it very well. And I think I think one of the things that makes this job challenging and also makes it tough to teach is one of the legit things. And and there's areas you can fudge it. I know Bobby Bones talks about some of the areas um, when we saw him speak about areas that you know you kind of create things here and you soften things there, but. One of the things that makes it, I think, difficult to do and also difficult to teach is you got to be genuine. And Absolutely. You gotta be open. Oh yeah. And you, people either are or they aren't, and then people you, you kind of kind of learn it, right? Like, right. Like there's stuff going on in my family. That doesn't mean it all needs to be on the air, but there's other entertaining things you can find. But the, you know, of that's a line 
you have to find personally, yep. and it's a line you have to find, I would say, professionally, basically. Oh, absolutely. See, and I think that's a thing that's that's changed from years radio, ago. Yeah. like even 10, 15, 20 years right. ago to now, because back then you didn't really give out too much. You don't give out, out personal information, right. no. It was, it was a that's mystery, it. but yep. now... It's like if, you want to give out. You want to give out enough, not you know, not to know your whole personal life. Oh, but of course, enough so they can relate to you. And yeah. if people if people don't access you and they don't have the ability <laughs> to be able to access you, this is something that we've learned at all of the conferences that we've been to. If people don't have the ability to access you immediately, they don't care. Yeah, they don't. I th- and I think that social media really has played a in, role oh, in gosh, this. Oh gosh, so thing. much because now you can't. You can't just sit behind a mic and uh, not, you know what I mean, not know what that right. person looks like or, right. you know, what they're doing. You know, most of the time, like nowadays, it's like, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. Like all the time. Right. Much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so that's you know, been a weird change to me, at least <laughs> since I've started. I, I don't know. I, I I haven't noticed it much, but I wasn't as the longer I go in this, the deeper and deeper I get into it. So it's not something I necessarily paid attention to. Yeah. When I first got into radio, those are a couple of the, I think, those are just, I think, sort of a long-winded way of explaining, I think, some of the challenges I've tried to better understand, I think, some of the pitfalls that we've run into with this podcast, because now we've completed kind of, it's basically the second stint of our internship. We had a pair that moved on, we now had a second pair that has moved on, and so we've gone through kind of two iterations of this internship program. Obviously trying to learn, but... it was... It was a much different, I think, just to explain. The first one was really the interns just hung out with us because we had Reagan, who was just really in for the morning show, and right. that was it. And we used her on the morning show. And then we had, um, I don't, we call him Jesus. I don't actually remember his real name. His name's Hayden. Yeah, Hayden. Hayden. That's right. Uh, intern, intern Hayden, and, and he helped us on more, uh, some technical stuff in yeah. the background. And, and he Wednesday, lived further away, so we had some limitations stuff. with him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, with intern Young Gun and intern Tiny Tim, who were iteration number two, we had more access to them on a regular basis. And so, we came up with stuff. They were on the podcast, they mm-hmm. did some show stuff. I know Young Gun was in when I was sick and when I was in Italy. Yep. And so, we tried to, I think, structure. The internship a little bit more in the second one and with the the second iteration coming to an end we've kind of had internal discussions you know and as i think most people should right with a lot of things uh you know breakups all that like okay so what do we need to do right. to be better on our end and i feel like one of the things that immediately came to me is um i need to do a j- better job being a teacher just flat out right i need to do a better job being a teacher right Well, I think to address what you were just saying, it's something that's so important to self-evaluate a lot of the times. Very important to self-evaluate and evaluate the whole situation, evaluate the circumstances, evaluate what the heck is going on. Because if you're not trying to better yourself, you're not doing anything good for yourself. You're not doing anything good for your situation. I guess that's what makes this different is you're always learning Learning Constantly. new stuff, no well, matter what, well, every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like with life, you're you're learning stuff every single day. With radio, mm-hmm. everything is progressing, but it yep. is progressing at an exponential rate. Yes. And it's something that, that needs to be followed along with. And if it's not being yes. followed along with daily, it's not, you're, you're not addressing the things that need to be changing. Yeah. So I think that's why I think AJ thinks, or well, not thinks, but it's hard to teach something right. that's constantly well, it's so difficult that too and part of the problem is is that like so an intern that walks in today and has no experience like young gun and, and intern tiny tim had no experience right do i know more than them yes, yes. do i feel like i'm in a yes. position to teach them kind of like we like each time i i think i wrote about it we've covered it in other podcasts i don't know that i've, I've written about it in a blog yet but each time i've moved to a new job my mind is blown because I, I I've gotten to a point where I feel very yeah. confident in my abilities, and then I go somewhere else and and kind of experience new things. I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. And then <laughs> add into that now in Utah we've twice gone to the morning show boot camp, and the first one was like such an exhausting experience because it was so overwhelming because yeah. McCall and I had only been paired together for two months at that point. Yeah. So <laughs> like that was great, yeah. and like mm-hmm. I think the second one is a better one to talk about because we had. A great experience with the first one. Right. We implemented a lot of things. I thought we had a really good year of shows for the most part. It was with with stuff we implemented. And then we went to the second one and and 
admittedly feeling my oats a little bit. There were people that were big shots there that had had paid attention to some of the stuff we'd done over the year, and I feel great. And then I come back, and I'm like, still like no idea how I'm doing. This. Right. Well, with like with my own experience, I I can obviously 100% relate with AJ on that. Like. I thought I knew what I was doing when I was in Vernal. I came here, and you can ask AJ, you can ask Producer Butters. <laughs> there was one day that I just started crying, and AJ was like, what's going, what's on? going on? What are you doing? Yeah. What's happening? Why is she crying? And I was just like, I don't know anything. Like, I know nothing. Absolutely nothing. I've been four years in radio, and I know yeah. nothing about what is happening. And I just was so overwhelmed. I just cried, and AJ was like, It'll be okay. You'll get it. And I was like, shut up. Stop. Like, why are you doing <laughs> this? He's like, it, I don't know how to deal to with you. A, put in an analogy. I, I feel like terrible. When I look back at the interns, I feel like teaching interns is like me teaching piano lessons. And I'm only like two lessons ahead of who I'm teaching. Right. Like well, I've just because, learned it before you and I'm trying to instill it to you. And I'm right. still trying to figure it out myself. Well, well and that's uh, the thing with, with radio. Again, it is changing so much. And a lot of the younger generation is what we're trying to keep up with. We're trying to keep up with the, the kids that are just in high school right now and yeah. all of their freaking challenges and it's like i can't keep up y'all are driving me nuts it's hard it's, it's so hard. difficult well, the other thing is too not and so not to say that age is the end all be all but like no, of course not the other thing that's a challenge is like we're in a building that has not seen a lot of adaptiveness no since mm, before, and not no. to just say it's us mccall and i are just kind of the ones that took the torch to begin with but so mccall and i kind of have taken on shouldering this load along with producer butters of trying to change things in the building while still trying to learn, and then, like, I'm 30, we'll, we'll soon be 30, Producer Butters will be 30, and McCall just turned 25. The three of us basically are in control of where VFX goes, mm-hmm. and so we're trying to sort out, like, help the building move along and adapt to become better at radio. We're trying to learn how to be better in our career. We're trying to take control of the station, and then you bring in someone who doesn't know, and they're like, why are you doing this? And you're like, um... Cause- <laughs> Because it's kind of This worked. is just kind of where I've tested and trialed and aired my way to right now. So this is what I believe now. But in like two years, I'll probably look back and be like, that was that not was what so I was supposed dumb. to do at all. Right. See, and th- that's the hard part is that everything is changing. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm gonna, I'll tell you this right now. I've learned a lot about radio since you guys have been here, too. Yeah. Well, that freak, I wouldn't I haven't even known, thought of. I haven't known anything. The thing that the thing that in general... I think if you want to be good at something, you need to take the time and the initiative to mm-hmm. be reading up on things, to yes. be taking the time to do podcasts, to read, listen to podcasts. Oh my gosh, I struggle with listening to podcasts so much. But Me too. Like, listen to podcasts, <laughs> listen to, to books. I listen to books on tape, on audio, all the time. Right. All the time. And I think that's something that, that I would not say... I am knowledgeable in radio. I would not say that. I would just say that I've been able to pass on the knowledge that I've gained from the books right. to other people because I had I had no idea what See, any of those things have been. I think that there's like a certain, oh, I don't know what you'd call it, but like maybe that's just how everybody is. is they, they think that there's going to be the, the certain point in their career or whatever clicks. they're doing that they're like, oh, I just know everything, no, like, and- everything about it. And I don't think it, it, I mean, you can apply it to really any career, really. Everything. Does anybody really know what they're doing? No. and that's- They just know yeah. the stuff that's been taught to them and just executing that. Well, and that's one thing that I have always clung to in my life, clinged to, clung to, I don't know what the technical- clung to. But it's something that has always stayed with me is that when I was 19 or so, I thought I knew everything. Like, I will 100% I was like, say... that's normal teenager. Right. Most, well, yeah. I will 100% say I knew everything. I moved in with Dustin, and as Dustin and I uh, started dating and he started teaching me things, I realized I have no knowledge of literally anything. And I think the smartest people out there realize that they know nothing. You know nothing. Like, you may know, okay, sure, I'm good at this, but there's still so much to learn. It's like you get to a point where you think, okay, this once I get to here, I'll know everything. And then you get up to that point, and by the time you're at that you point, realize you realize, you're... holy crap, there's so much more <laughs> yeah. that I can learn. Yeah. Yes. And then you're continually learning, continually changing, and continually growing. And I think once you get to the point where you're like, no, I know it, I got it, I don't need your help, that's when you're a lost cause. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree completely. Um, we, we've talked a, a lot to, I think, start this because, you know, podcast is, is AJ and McCall drop the mic on teaching. So we've talked a lot about the 
differences in radio and, and where it can lead to challenges teaching in general, but how about just teaching for the sake of teaching, leaving not leaving radio out of it because that's what we were in the right. position to teach, but focusing more so on the teaching aspect. Like I start, I, I feel like the internship program has taught me that when it comes to teaching, it's just not a skill that I'm super great at. And I, I, I talked to recall about this. I, I, I've trained a couple board ops, and board oping is obviously easier than being on air. The biggest thing I think I realize is that if you have a general layout of what we're talking about, it's much easier for me to teach you, which is a dust statement. But I mean, like, I'm, I know right. how to communicate with you better. If I'm trying to start you from scratch, I don't know how to do it. Right. I don't know how to, like, and that's what I've learned, like, specifically with radio in general, because, like, Tiny Tim was on air, Young Gun did some voice work, and so the beginning, we're trying to give him advice, and there's general pointers I can get, but, like, some of the stuff that we figured out since we've gone to conferences, find your voice, right. find your perspective, yep. find out how to be genuine. Like, I don't know how to teach that in general, but I also don't know how to guide you to it because mine is more so just trial and error. Like, right. I was just well, so bad at figuring it out, and I finally found something that worked by virtue of just doing it. And I think that's what it is. I think it's just trial yeah. and error because, like, I look back to the way that I wouldn't, I wouldn't by any means say that I'm a good teacher. Like, I wouldn't say that I'm a great teacher. I would say that I kind of have a grasp on how to be able to teach things. Right. Uh, but where I started with radio, um, it was very difficult. Like the the radio path kind of that I started on um, was not the best. It was not one that I learned really. It really wasn't. Like no. there were some things that I kind of learned. <laughs> Most of the things that I learned were from listening to other people, listening to Rick D's, listening to stations across the country. Like that's the kind of that's that's how I understood things. My my former person would tell me stop sounding like garbage and I'm censoring a lot of things and it was well, how do you it, know such, if you're garbage if you don't know what garbage it, it, well, is well exactly that's exactly that what that doesn't make any sense and how is that helpful helpful for you it's not it's but not. that's exactly what what the kind of things that I had to deal with that's just and a toxic work environment uh, right exactly but I stayed there for four years because you got to have work experience in radio to be able to get a job in radio because True. if you don't and you go from radio to the bank then it's like why did you quit well, because this guy's a terrible person. So I you, was looking for another job. I was looking for another job. I was looking for one that paid me. So the, <laughs> the, the problem that I ran into a lot was that I would ask for criticism and it would be like, well, stop sounding like garbage. You need to you need to sound better. You're never going to make it in Salt Lake if you want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And See, it and was think... just terrible. And so I didn't learn much from there, but from coming here and learning it was something i feel like i'm more recent to because i would say in the past year and a half that's my radio experience my other radio experience was just like eh. all i'm gonna say eh. about that is i think they're afraid of losing you well it's a possibility but that's just my teaching experience that i've had with radio that's the teaching things that i've had so a lot of it i think has been I would give a lot of credit actually to my volleyball coach back in high school right. because we used to teach young kids at different like seminars almost like it was like clinics right. that we would host. And so you would teach these kids, but you would have to teach them from the basics right. and you would have to teach everything. You have to stand like this to do this. And then you have to, this is how you precisely have to fold your hands in order to get the volleyball. This hand can't be further forward. This, they have to sit precisely like this. And then you have to do this. And I would get so angry at my coach because I was like, why, why do we have to be so tedious and reteach this every single year? We would go through another clinic, our own clinic of reteaching ourselves how to do it. And the practice and the practice and the practice, oh my gosh, it was terrible. I hated it. And it was so frustrating and so monotonous and tedious. But then after a while, like I look back and I'm like, I'm super grateful because now it's right. like, okay, here are the basics. This is the basics. Get the energy, talk up the ramp. Don't talk over the intro. That, but what you said, like about the volleyball thing, I think is why I have such a problem teaching it. And I don't know if it's confidence in finding like a teacher voice, but like what you said is it's true. There are basics like you can tell, like you know, watch your breathing, watch your pacing. There's there's basic guidelines, but at the mm -hmm. same time, like uh, what's something we talk about on air? So we talked about um, you know the internet. Would you give up the internet? Something on the show this morning. The internet right. for a million dollars. You and I could say the exact same thing, right? Verbatim. And one break could be gold and one break could be absolute garbage. And it has right. to do with so many other factors. And I think part of the problem, too, is um, you brought up the the critical but not constructive. 
I think part of that problem is um, that would be how you help people get better in radio. Like, okay, this is what you did. This is why this is wrong, and this was good. This is what you need to do to fix that. I think part of my problem as well when it comes to teaching is that I'm very hypercritical of myself. Right, same. And very not as much of anyone else. And so <laughs> when it comes to like like using an example would be a prime example. Like for our next set of internships, it would our interns, it would probably be good if we had breaks of our own and said, here's here's a good break. This is why we think this is a good break. This is why you should try to emulate this. My problem is that there's a lot of breaks that I think other people listen to and say they're good. And then I'm just like, it was an okay break. Right, of course. Well, and that's, I think that's... Well, we are our, that's our fault, own worst right. critics. And that's that's a fault within everybody, I yeah, think. I think Everybody's just kind of like... Kind of doubt, mm. though, as opposed to... Right. What's good and what's not. And that's, I think that's... The, there's a lot of good things, I think, about the pattern, the both the way that McCall and I have learned. is Trial and error, I think, is a good way to learn because there's a lot of stuff you can work through. Right. The problem is, is that I think trial and error, it's very hard to become precise with trial and error. Yeah. You can't hone it down exactly if someone doesn't give you the right tools. So you can get ballpark i think and maybe you can luck it into the exact way you should do certain things right but without the right kind of guidance i feel like you can't you can't lock it in like it can be close and it could be really good but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get to perfect it's not completely polished you know what i mean yeah no i agree well it's it's hard too because if you get feedback you can send your your uh, what we call an air check that's basically you doing your your breaks over the air and send that to three different people all three people are going to have different different opinions, right? On different things in that yeah. whole thing. Well, yeah, and I've I've done that. You know, it's I've sent hard. I've so sent my know, air check to a couple of different people, and I get mad because it's not the same, right? Well, no, it's just not criticized enough. Like I, it's not something that is I feel like hard enough, you know. But I think mm-hmm. I'm used to what I had before, and so I'm like, why is this not nastier? Like, why are you not like, you suck, fix this? Because nobody's ever going to talk to you that way. I know, but I want that. That's I mean, the kind of criticism I want because that's <laughs> what that's not, I... That's not... I mean, I'll take I don't that think crit- that's going to work. I'll take that criticism, I guess, if that's what's warranted. I think for me, what I talk about with the trial and error and the, the, the hypocriticism or the hypercriticism myself is a problem is that... I don't know. Like, if I was put an air check's a prime example. Air check, just to really simplify it, is just a collection of, of on air breaks. It's right. a sample. It's basically yeah. like a, a demo reel if you were yeah. to film yeah. or something. Um, problem is, is that there are breaks that some breaks I think are good. I think are good if I was to build an air check. But then there's some I'm like, is this good? And I feel like I'm still, I have not honed that skill in at all. I still don't feel like I know how to build a good air check. And because of that, I think that kind of leaks over into the breaks. I have a pretty good idea of how to do a break, but there's some stuff that is probably like, no, this can still be, you can still sand this down, you can still sand this down, you can polish this up. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I <laughs> I was just going to say, I find it easier to critique somebody else than myself. Oh, I find it way See, easier like, to critique myself. Yeah. Like, I, I find like it way easier. I'm like, okay, you sucked here. Stop breathing like that. Don't breathe like this. End it faster. You could have wrapped it here. Like, there are yeah, so I'm, many. I'm with McCall. There are so many different things that I can, I feel like I can critique myself on rather than critiquing others. Like, listening to others, it's like, yeah, like it could have been better, but <laughs> like, it sounds good. You know what I mean? I don't know where to yeah. critique people at. I'm not good at that. Like, I'm good if it's my job. If it's not my job, I I don't take it on myself. I'm actually you know what I mean? curious about this producer, but it's because obviously, um, when Colin and I are, you know, the podcast is, is teaching and kind of in reflection as we finish our second set, as our second set of interns have left the, have left, left the building. And I'm curious as to how you do that. Because you said earlier that you feel like you've learned a lot more since we've been here, but you're also... So you've learned a lot, and I feel like we're on a similar levels in a lot of way. But at the end of the day, you're still the one that's in charge of us, right? I don't know. I just use my best knowledge, <laughs> but I have I have learned a lot from you guys. And what from I learned from you guys, I actually use back on you. Because I mean, you that's you true. can and get it's good. You we, can get complacent. Yeah, and that's oh, yeah. and I, that's the problem. That is the problem. I think with every job, you kind of get to a complacency point. Mm-hmm. And some jobs, that's fine. Yeah. Some jobs, that's not a bad thing to get to a point of complacency. It's just like, oh yeah, this is what I do. Monotonous. La la la. We do this every day. And with us, 
it's hard because if you get complacent, you get monotonous. It just gets boring, boring. and people are like, "I'll Sail. just turn the station and listen to, listen listen to other speed. stuff." Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I like so that you I, do that. Yeah, I think it's good that uh, I don't. I don't want to say it. I, I'm not on air currently, and so right. um, I'm not focused and worried about what I'm saying on air that I don't get to listen yeah. to you guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't have a lot of critiques most of the time, a lot of the time. Right. But, and when and when he says things like, yeah, I think they sound really good. We have to put it in our pocket and save it for a rainy day. See, the thing is, I the think thing that, is, I think you guys sound good anyway. Like, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's just part of the concern. You know, we had uh, someone walk by earlier and was like, are you guys doing anything? And we were discussing something, but we told him to buzz off. And it's like, you know, part of the reason that the VFX staff is the VFX staff is because we like each other. Oh, my gosh. We like to hang out with you. What? But it does lend itself to a little bit of a problem because I think producer Butters has talked about this before that sometimes it's harder for him to critique us because there's certain things like there's mannerisms that he gets because he knows us. But those don't necessarily translate over air. Um, but I was going to say, I really think, and I don't know, because I, when I was, uh, I've only been a program director once, and I was the only one on the station when I was program director. I, I feel like I would be a better teacher in your position than in my position with interns, because I feel like if I was talking to me and I have a general idea of radio, it's much easier for me to communicate what you need to do because you have the basic right, building blocks. Because you're working. In like it, I right. said, starting the interns, it's like. I have a hard time getting you from point A to point B at the beginning because for me, point A to point B was like exploration in the dark and I eventually got there. Right. Well, I think to me, it's like you got to start from the bottom, which is grunt work. Right. Which, I mean, sucks. Totally sucks. But that's how we started. I think it makes you appreciate being on air more. It is because, yeah, because you're like, oh, I went through all the crap. I had to work, right. To get to this point. Right. And it goes back to the same thing with uh, these uh, other DJs or morning show guys that have made a big show, they're to the point where they have people working underneath them right. to help the show better. Yeah. Right. So and they don't have to worry about, oh, I need to get this and I need nope. to get this and I need to get that. And I and they can focus on, okay, this is what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Well, and that's that's something that we actually discussed in the morning show this morning about more people on cast because yeah, successful uh, people. Yeah, because Lily Singh ended up taking over uh, Carson Daly's late, late, what is it called? The late, the last call or something like that. Last, last call. call yeah. 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 So she ended up taking over that and she said that she's really excited because she's going to have more of us, more than a staff of three because more people means less stress on each person. It kind of levels out the stress load to each and every person. And so that's one of the huge benefits of like having these interns, having people that, that ideally. can help you ideally. I was going to say, it's kind of a benefit that we have this little group we've got now. Right. Well, absolutely. Because Having three of us is I rely on so AJ. I rely on nice. you. You rely on me. Right. We, you know, it's, we all kind of work it out. Yeah. It's so nice because like- <laughs> It's very efficient. It's really. very yeah, much I think so. That's part of the problem with teaching too. And and I think Producer Butters and I are, are in the same boat. And I, McCall probably is too, but I think Producer Butters and I are a little bit more anal retentive about it. Once you get into- I'm not retentive about not even, anything. Huh? So, <laughs> so I'm not retentive about anything, so well, I, I don't even I know mean, what that means. I, I think you'll agree with me. Once oh, you, okay, It's great. not just getting in a routine, but you trust how you do it. So once you've like established how you do it, you just want to do it, and it comes very hard to give up certain things yes. because you get anxious about the fact that, will it get done? Will it get done the right way? It's will not. it be done as it's good as it can? It's not going to get done. Yep. Well, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And I, so <laughs> I think you and I are in much more the same boat with that. Yes. And that, that's, that makes it very hard to leave something to an intern that you know that yes. you want done yep, right. Exactly. That was, yeah, that was the point I was getting to with teaching is mm-hmm. that some of the stuff, it's hard to give it up because that, or I don't know about you, but like um, uh, Hayden um, learned how to dump in uh, audio before and, and it takes practice right he's not going to be good at it at the beginning right and so i'd sit there and give him advice and then i think with anybody maybe i'm just more impatient or in, insane but you <laughs> just like i you're just like I, I could just do this and it'll be done in 15 minutes as opposed to the half an hour it's going to take you but you know that's how he's got to do it but it's just initially right. like that's part of my problem too is giving that stuff up it's like i want it done 
right. as close to perfect as possible and I can do it. Right. And giving it off to you means that there's going to be some struggles that need to be addressed and it still may not be right, right. until you do it five or ten times. Well, and the learning See, process of everything is just, it sucks. Like we were just talking earlier about a certain uh, site that we're going to end up getting set up and the site itself, I was telling both producer Butters and AJ, this learning process sucks. Like once it once we're there, it's fine. But the learning and the tediousness of it sucks, and mm-hmm. so uh, that's very very much, I think, the case when it comes to teaching, too. Like yeah, with the interns was, and and yeah. I got to go back to I can't remember what he said now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Give it I stuff up right off. Oh, I, that's what I was gonna say. Um, right. I've I've learned. Over the years, that it's okay to delegate. Yeah, like it takes practice. It, yeah, it does because I I am a perfectionist and I want it to be done a certain way and it to sound good. But I've learned also learned like if you're if you don't let somebody else do it and and figure it out, you're mm. they're never gonna learn. They're no, never gonna do it. Yeah, I agree completely. And so no, I'm you're with only you. gonna be. I'm not stuck. saying I'm right. I'm saying well, it's I a know. shortcoming. I understand your point though. It's <laughs> yeah. like I could do this in five minutes. It's gonna take you about an hour to do. No, I'm, so yeah, just exactly. let me freaking no, do it. You. But right. I. I yeah, but I've I think, part of, sit there I think and part watch. of that too, which factors, it's not so much of the teaching, but we've kind of gone on to this part of the, I mean, the shortcoming of being able to delegate is part of my teaching problem. But the, part, the other part of the problem is too, we started the podcast off talking about some of the differences that make radio different. And that was some of the challenges for teaching. For us, like we talked about how we shoulder the burden and trying to change things here and, and we're leading the station and all that. Part of the problem is too, is that for us, um, it's not to the point where, where those other places where we've hit this pinnacle so we can delegate, so we can really focus. It's, right. it's turned into, it, it, it is what it is. We're still small. And so delegating means taking on more. There's other stuff to improve. The problem is if the pillar isn't strong, it all crumbles down and then Correct. you've got to figure it sort back out. So yep. that's kind and of the problem too all over. with delegating because if, you know, I give up something, I'm probably not going to be like, all right, I'm going to focus. I gave up my fifth thing, so I'm going to focus on the first four. I'm probably going to go find another fifth thing yep. because there's other stuff we can do to yeah. improve the show. Yeah. But if the pillar isn't strong, all of a sudden I took on this fifth thing and then I'm not probably going to want to get it up. So now I went from having five things, now I'm at six things. Yeah. <laughs> that That is another problem with uh, uh, smaller market radio too. Yeah, no, definitely. That happens. And it, you know that probably could be happening in the larger market now. Uh, where a lot of budget cuts have happened. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just something that happens in small market. You take on way more stuff. All the hats. Yeah, literally all the hats. Like like several years ago, uh, what, 2013-ish, I was program director. I was the website guy. And I was right. the I was the remote guy, like live broadcast. I, lo- I run all of them. Like I did all of that while trying to maintain the station and do a little air shift. Right. I mean, it, it gets it gets difficult. And then it and then the problem with that is with interns that are coming in, now you've got to set aside a little bit of time to teach them on how to do something. That's and that's that's where I have a hard time because I've gotten into a routine. This is what I need to get done. Okay, if I need to add something extra to this, I mean, it can't take more than a couple of hours, but now I've added an intern onto this and what would take me an hour, like even, okay, so yesterday, for instance, right? McCall wanted to watch me do uh, a certain thing on, on the computer, Yep. which normally takes me about an hour. Right. We were and here I'm until done. literally like, 4.30 last night. All day. All day. No, I'm with you. That's a good point. There's it a sucks. Quote. I, it the, sucks. I love yeah. uh, Scrubs, the TV show. There's a quote in it where he gets his own their medical interns. And he says, he said, there was once a famous doctor who had a quote that said, show me an intern that only triples my work and I'll kiss his feet. Because the truth is, like, I, I don't want to sound like I don't want to teach people because someone was nice enough to take the time to teach me. And mm-hmm. I think if you have the same fire that I think th- we talked about this as we kind of graded our performance with the with the second set of interns is the thing that we all have in common. There's a couple of things we have in common for radio, but the big thing we all had in common was drive. Yeah. The reason we got to where we were is because we weren't going to let someone say you can't do it anymore. Yep. <laughs> and yep. so they had to because we weren't going to go away. Yep. And so if you have that, it's probably a lot easier for me to sacrifice my time. But if you don't. It gets into this. Okay, now well, I'm wasting yeah. my time. Yep. Yep. And it's Is not it worth, worth it. To it? Me it's not anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And yeah, yeah. With with adding on interns and adding in other 
tasks like how producer brothers had to teach me yesterday all of this stuff it just sucks because there's the extra step of explaining it mm-hmm. and you don't have to do You're the like, explaining I don't explain it i just right i just want to do it i have the drive to get the thing <laughs> done yeah. right now and you're here that's and they, it's just so hard that's what they say with athletes the biggest difference in athletes is the you go from thinking about it to instinctively to just doing, doing it, it. but just then do it yep. and so it slows you kind of go through that crap to kind of delegate anyways yeah so you you know what I mean? You so, gotta figure out yeah, how to teach them. You spend sometime. a couple more hours on there to for some you know somebody to oh, learn it, but gosh, then once but it they've sucks. learned it, you can delegate that to them and go. Okay, I need you to get that done. If it works and the pillar doesn't collapse, otherwise you go back to square one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it happens though. That's what life. Do you, producer buddies. Do you think McCall and I've talked about this? Do you think you're a good teacher? I don't think I am. I mean, I would like to think that I am. But then it, go, it goes back to the same thing of, like, do I really know what I'm doing? This is just the way I do it, and I don't know right. why is I do it that right? way. It I just, don't know. This just is the way I think it works out. <laughs> this is the evolve, This is the evolution of this process, <laughs> and at this point, it seems like it's the most right way. And a yeah. week from now, I'll probably learn something else, but like, no, that process was stupid. I can't believe I did that. Exactly. Yep. That's yeah. basically my radio career summed up in about a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I doing it like this? This is it's dumb. It's true. When I left Lafayette, I thought I was such a big shot. I thought I was going to get big time jobs. And then I went, I was sick of the company. So I went and worked with a coworker of mine. And that's how I got down to New Mexico. And I got down there. I was like, I'm a moron. Yep. <laughs> I was not good at all. Yep. And then I got pretty good down there and I won an award. And then I was like, oh, I'm good. And then I, and then I was out of radio for seven months. And then I came up here and I was terrified. And then McCall and I went to that first conference, and, and I was like, we I'm definitely like, a doofus. I have no idea what's happening. Well, <laughs> well, Freak, with that first conference that we went to in Atlanta, I was so exhausted. Like, to, to put into words how AJ said we were tired, I literally crashed in the middle of one of the meetings. I went upstairs to my hotel room, and I took a nap, and I was out for like two hours. <laughs> Because yeah. I was so exhausted. See, and I think it's it's different per location too. Like, yeah, you get used to things that happen, in, you know, at this. Place. Oh, there's oh, definitely yeah. constructs and but rules and totally roadblocks you have different. to deal with that are going to be. There's ones that are here that weren't in New Mexico. There's also things that were easy in New Mexico, and there's things that were more difficult in New Mexico than they are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that plays a factor into it, mm-hmm. though. It's just a matter of being able to adapt and being able to change. And, you know, talking talking a little bit about adapting, talking a little bit about um, changing, I feel like a lot of it, kind of back, like at the very beginning, I kind of talked about it, but I feel like a lot of it in, in general is like a nature versus nurture type thing. Because you can be taught one thing, but it has to be the way that you were grown, like you were you were born. You were born to be able to handle these kinds of situations and be able to adapt. How are you able, are you capable to, of adapting depending on where you're going. Right. It's just, yeah, it's all interesting. So now I'm kind of curious to know. Oh boy. McCall, would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? (sighs) That answer's so easy. I don't know. Because I enjoy being by myself. But I but also not, talk. But that's to not what that means. That's, that's not really what that means, though. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would probably say that I'm more extroverted. That's you what can I was be an say. extrovert that likes being a homebody. You're still an extrovert. Yeah. Okay. You I... can't say to me like you did two or three days ago. I I couldn't have the tonsil surgery because I couldn't go three weeks without talking, and then say you're not an extrovert. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm an extrovert. We'll go with that. All right, AJ. What do you think? I think I toe the line a lot closer. I thought. I think I was much more of an extrovert when I left college, and I think I had sort of an inverse thing happen. As I became more open on air, I became more introverted off mic. And so, like, one of the things that McCall does really well that I don't think I do really well, and I try, um, is McCall is able to generate conversations out of nowhere. And, it's, and it leads to sometimes <laughs> you ever interacted with us, McCall does all the talking because it's just easier for McCall. <laughs> And so it's just, it's I'm true. not yeah. someone who just butts in and, <laughs> and, and conversation with the talks over her. I, I can. But at the same time, I'm not like afraid to do things. I mean, I propose to strangers to do that. It doesn't bother me. Um, I, I often say, I think that I don't make a great first impression. Some people I may, <laughs> some people I don't. I think I make an average first impression, but I win you over in time. Yeah. If, if you spend enough time with me, eventually we will be friends and we will think a lo- and, you know, jive. 
but I'm not gonna like. Okay. I'm not gonna have a conversation with you about your dog, your mom, and everything you're doing with oh, your gosh. life. Like McCall is within the first thirty-five <laughs> seconds. I, I will have a conversation with you about your dog, your mom. I will see how everything is going in your life. I will figure it out. I will figure out what your best friend's name is. Who's your favorite band? What's your favorite I mean, artist? What kind of superpower would you have, and why? Yeah. And and go on from there. And I'm good. It's like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like empty inside. I saw this like extrovert versus introvert type thing the other day that was like a comparison and it was like the introvert had like all of this stuff going on inside and then outside was just like blank and the extrovert was completely opposite. Everything outside was like the (laughs) exact same stuff that was on the inside only was on the outside and everything inside was blank. So maybe like everything inside of me is blank, but I have no idea. Like, I don't don't know how to explain it. I'm a weird person. I don't think that's the case either. I think you and I might be... See, when we first got together, and and McCall and I have done interviews about this, and people have asked us questions, especially here. Even in the building, people were weirded out about how much time McCall and I spent together and how quickly we clicked. And we just bonded, and and we've done interviews and stuff about it, and I think a lot of... McCall and I have a lot of the same personality traits. I think McCall and I think a lot alike about a lot of things. Yeah. Um... But I think as time has gone on, I think we're a little bit more yin and yang than yeah. initially I thought. Yeah. I think we balance out a lot more than I initially thought, too, because like mm-hmm. with that, I don't think you're completely all on the outside and empty on the inside. But I think more so a lot of my stuff is I'm just a little bit more internal and a little bit more soft-spoken about it. But it's not that I'm not going to have a conversation. I'm not going right. to just ignore you. I'm also not running away from social situations. No, of course not. Which is a defining factor of introverts. They don't like being in social situations in public. If right. that was the case, I couldn't do this job. Right. But so define, I hold on, define lot. that. Define social situations in public. What do you mean We're by like, that? We've done stuff on stage. Uh, I've we, we interact with strangers regularly. I do embarrassing things in front of so people. So do you think that you would have done that alone? Uh, yes and no. It's much easier to do with a partner, but I don't necessarily think that I would have not done it if I didn't have McCall. Okay. I struggle a lot with with that, believe it or not, I have such for some reason See, we've had getting this up on stage. Too. Getting up on because stage, I have the hardest time. Twist. I don't know why. Which doesn't make I don't any know sense what it is. to me. You have a conversation with everybody. I know, but for some reason, getting up on stage is just like I'm so afraid of. I think I don't know if I'm just afraid <laughs> of like embarrassing myself or what the deal is. See, and that's the funny thing where I feel like it's opposite because the getting on stage part and doing something stupid, right. that part doesn't bother me. I'll just go do it. Dude, that part it's, bothers me so much. It's the meeting the strangest part that you do that that's the part that yes. I struggle Yeah, with. I don't have a problem with that I think I'm in the same all. boat with you. See, like, I, I hate that. I, and, yeah. I, I can go up on stage, whatever. I, it's fine. Gosh, I can just, I, I can block the them all out. I have hardest time with that. Like, so hard. Every time anybody is, like, I don't know, watching me, I'm just, like, panicked over it. I don't know what the deal is. But you can go up to some random stranger and sit, have a conversation with Freak, them. Freak, I don't have a problem having a conversation. But that's I worked weird. In, I worked at a, but, but you have to remember, I worked at a bank and I asked people about their financial situations all day long. So it's like, that is a barrier. You don't just walk up and say, hey, how much money do you make? <laughs> hey, would you be willing to sign up for a credit card? Like, you don't, you don't have those kinds of conversations. But you have to figure <laughs> out, you have to figure out how to be like, I don't know. You have to figure out how to be able to break down that barrier. See, I'm just, And I feel like I, I've mastered that. Uh-huh. But like, you, you flash back to... Dustin came home from Texas right? and I went to go surprise him at the airport. Dustin and I have been together for six, almost six years. And I went with a sign that said, I missed you. So I made a cheesy sign with a massive piece of cheese on it. It was just drawing. It wasn't an actual piece of cheese, but I stood there. If you let that listen to nineties hip hop, it'll taste better. I know. (laughs) And I sat there and I literally panicked as I was sitting there because I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Dustin's going to be mad. What's going to happen? Oh my gosh. Maybe he's not going to be mad. He's going to be fine. It's going to be great. So I don't know what's happening. Girl. Like we had that oh conversation Oh my gosh. Too. Well, I just panic about this kind of stuff. Like, All right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So I guess my, my, the reason why I asked that, because I, I just kind of wonder how many introverts and extroverts are in radio. I don't think it's necessarily possible to be an introvert and be in radio. I no. just think it's really difficult. Like you... Eh. You have to, if you're going to, and I know this goes against what we said because it's genuine is what you're supposed to be. You're going to have to just flat out create a character. Like you're going to yeah. have to, it's going to be, have to be, if, if you're going to be introverted and be in radio, you're going to you basically have to have, have to a act. character. You have to pretend that this is somebody that you are. Right. Well, you know, actually this is, this is kind of an interesting statistic. I don't know if you saw this or not. Speaking of acting, there was a guy, there was a statistic that was, that was put out that 
actors actually shut off half of their brain. They shut off their brain in order to be actors, in order to play a certain role. Hmm. It's actually incredible to be able to see the the comparison, but that's that's what you would have to do. You would have to shut down half of your brain to be able to play this certain character on the radio to be introverted and on radio. That would get exhausting. So exhausting. Well, it is. Performing, I think, in general is exhausting. I was just talking to a coworker of ours earlier today because I was sick last week. And uh, Patton Oswalt has a really great bit where he talks about, I think he calls it show adrenaline. Uh-huh. And he has this great bit about how he was not feeling well, but he's, he prefaced it by saying there's been plenty of times where I feel like dog crap and I need to perform. And you go in and, and performers just magically develop this ability where their body just turns on the adrenaline and you're fine. Yep. And I, I feel like I've experienced there's been plenty of days that I've come in and done the morning show, felt like garbage. We yep. get into the first few breaks and I and feel fine. fine. And then the show ends and I just am done. Drained, like I'm exhausted. Spent. Yep. <laughs> I can say I can say 100%. I feel that. I was yeah. going to say it shows. Like you can hear it. Well, I mean, you can hear exhaustion or, or anger or any of that other stuff or right, right. non-interest in you general. Can hear when yes. You're smiling in your voice. That's why you have to answer the phone with a smile in your voice. <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, hello. All right, we got we have we have Jason Williams in here. I just came in to complain. Why are you why? complaining? Recording a podcast without me? We're speaking well, about We do have teaching. a question for you, yeah, though. Yeah, we have oh, okay. a question. Come here. Use my microphone. Okay. okay. Would you consider yourself an expert in radio? Ooh, an expert in radio? Yes. No. <laughs> Good. No, I don't right. think anybody All right. should. What, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm that contradiction. I'm, yes. I'm an introvert. <laughs> He's a yes. I, I'm a very, very private closed off person to a large extent with a very public profile on radio. See, and I think I think there's <laughs> the a lot internet. of people that are more introverts in yeah. radio. I think I think it's a natural response when you start to live so much of yourself on to try and find things that you don't share. Yeah. 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 But I don't think it makes you introverted necessarily. I think it means that you Maybe guarded, like, cause you can't be you can't be divulging your life, <laughs> and then be like, I'm introverted. My phone number you're, you're, is I, either yeah. that or I mean, maybe the other thing is the introvert puts up the block in their mind, even though they know they just I'm microphone. I'm just talking to the microphone. That's all I'm doing, I and get, that's how they get by it. I See, and that's so, how I had to start. If someone knows my cell phone number or what kind of car I drive without me having chosen, to no, that's tell just them weird that, in general. No, no, no that's just weird, weird in general. I out. already know that. But what? Well, but. <laughs> <laughs> But I've chosen to share that with you, so it's okay. Okay, uh, all right. But all right. It, it, at the same time, I will sit here, you know, every afternoon on, on my show and 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 tell everyone what I think in intimate detail about politics or sports or something like that. And see, so, that yeah, that would make me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's funny. Everyone's sort of different. Everybody's got their topics. I think that they can they can be totally exposed to the world on and be comfortable. And then there are other things where where you're not. See, that's oh, my sorry. favorite thing because McCall was, we were talking about McCall and I and the difference of McCall and I, and, and she was yeah, saying that she's introverted. Huh? I could never do her videos. That would make me uncomfortable. <laughs> well, no, but, it really but the perfect example, the perfect example of how like, McCall was trying to say, well, I don't talk Thanks to for people. Thanks Bye, Jason. Bye, Jason. Bye, Jason. Yeah, well, I'll be back for the next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of how she doesn't talk to people. And she came in the morning show, and I'm pretty sure it was the first day, and she asked me a question. And I said, the, the, the general, there's a saying out there that friends don't let friends talk about uh, religion and politics. And that's what I said. And I literally said, Bull, we're talking, we're talking about, about it. about this. <laughs> and then we did. See, the funny thing. And we is, talk about it all the, the time. Funny thing it's about, fine. That's <laughs> true. The, the funny thing about being introverted and extroverted, you talk about that, is I find that the, the closer I get with people, the less I say. Like a lot more of it just becomes understood. It's not like I don't. I'm not uncomfortable around either of you. Like we have conversations about all the things all the time. My family drama today is proof of it. Oh my gosh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> but yeah, I just yeah. I, I say less because I feel there's a lot more. I don't know understanding, and there's just a lot less that I have to communicate. Well, and going back to our teaching moment with this, going back to the teaching, I think that's something that is hard for us to be able to communicate because you and I just understand each other. We've been together for a year and a half. Right. On a morning show, right. we understand each other, and I think that that's a lot of things. Like when we were having people in here teaching, I, I it's think, hard yeah. because yeah. you and I know how we're going to execute <laughs> it's, breaks. It's probably, yeah, it, well, but we and, don't but verbalize also, it. But there's also this uh, dying, well, I guess triple thing. I understand you guys too, right? And you know how and things so, are going to go. Oh no, I I agree. I was going to say it's really good because there's a lot of stuff that McCall and I can come up with on the cusp 
right or right off the cuff that's good. The problem is if you were to say like layout teaching moment, it's probably not a good thing because it allows us to skirt skirt some corners. Yep, <laughs> and that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. But it's just it, it it's just there's a chemistry and an understanding there that I think allows us to do what McCall said. There's a, you know you can kind of see where the other person's going and understanding and know what they're sort of how they're going to respond. And, and don't get me wrong, sometimes there are there are times that it's like, what? what? <laughs> wait, yeah. wait wait what? Yeah, what are we doing? And so I think it, I think it's it's definitely a good thing, but I also think it's a bad thing because it's it's I don't think it's just necessarily the greatest of examples. It's not. And I think also much along the lines of communicating, anybody that's observed the show. It's probably like, oh, these guys don't do a ton of communicating between breaks, and we've gotten we've worked on it more and more. But if you watch it, there's not a ton of this because, like, normally I say, okay, this is what I'm going to talk about, and then if I know something, like, this is a funny story that you've said before, whatever. But we go and we'll just kind of find it as we go along, and it usually works. Yep. But that's not really a good thing for a new person because you can't tell a new. Yeah, just go wing it; it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, because it's not. <laughs> it doesn't great. work that way. It's not great when a new person wings it. No, <laughs> it's not. You just have you have like, to have. What was that? We have to have the understanding because that's exactly what we have. And so, like it's when good, it's good and bad, it's when, a double edged sword, right? Yeah. When intern Young Gun was in the studio, it was like every single break, I would be like, "This is what we're talking about. This is how we're going to go in. This is what the response is going to be. This is how we're going to do it." And I would ask, "What do you think we should do?" And he'd just be like, "Okay, you know." But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's like for him, it's like. Uh, Short attention span, like with Mitch. Right. Oh, Wait, yeah. what are we talking about? Right. Which is fine. You're, not. you're welcome. And that's, Mitch, thank you. Again, you're welcome. <laughs> congratulations was the that's, word. Congratulations. That's but, the word. you know, it, it's something along those lines. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's just being able to understand that's how it is. And it's understanding each person's personality and being able to take that on and oh, figure yeah. out how that to teach to those people. Speak- and that's so hard. Speaking of teaching, uh, by the way, so back, the whole podcast has been teaching is kind of taking some curves here and there kind of about radio it's the morning show uh, but speaking of teaching I think that's <laughs> one of the things that we all agreed on that was a problem with our internship program is that we are so tight knit that when we mm-hmm. fold people into this mm-hmm. they kind of just become, become once they're vetted we're like okay they're cool because if they're not cool then they're just not going to be an intern sorry right. um, <laughs> sorry. No, but once they're cool like... they're just kind of folded in and the problem is is that like I said you know, when I get closer to people, I communicate less. There's just, I don't know if it's body language thing. I feel like there's a lot more that's expressed and I don't have to say it. The other problem is too, like McCall and I rely on a lot of chemistry and understanding of each other. And so people get in and then I think we just, we completely obliterate the teacher intern <laughs> line. Like it just doesn't exist anymore. Yes. Right. yes. And so it becomes much harder to be stern, to give direction. So that that was like the biggest takeaway. See, from and I'm over here going, "Okay, we need to do something. We need to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Fine, we'll get it. We never got this. No, but uh, <laughs> speaking of the personality thing, that was one of the best pieces of advice I got from um, JC was his name when we went to the first boot camp because he does a morning show that has like nine people on it. Right. And I was like, Jeez, how in the heck do you balance that and still do your show? I, I I think I asked something a little bit more specific, and he said, it, you know, it's not your job um, to worry about yourself. Your job as the as the driver, as Mike one, is to understand who's in the room with you, know what you're talking about, and then lead it right to the point where they're going to deliver exactly what you want them to. Yep. And it was so difficult. Like he has nine people, so it's more to manage, but it's also he has more wells to pull from. With two, obviously different. Could you I imagine work with nine McCalls? No. No, I couldn't do it. I, I, I can't imagine They'd all, be fighting. Can They'd all be fighting for Mike. I couldn't handle two McCalls. <laughs> Reagan was like half a McCall most of the it time. It was hilarious. I loved Mitch it. Mitch was all over the place. Mitch, Mitch was a free agent. He was just kind of wandering around. <laughs> he was not from topic to topic. Not Guys, sure I brought side food. The <laughs> Wait, uh, there's a burrito? No, and so like with two people, obviously, you know, it's less personalities to manage, but it also, it, it, it one of the things that, that's the, one of the biggest things I took away was I need to be a personality, but also... It's not like me, 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 you. It's I need to lead it to this point, and if I have a funny part, this is my funny part, or if you have a funny part, I need to lead you to your funny part. Right. McCall and I were listening to her complain about her roosters earlier in a clip that I cut out, and I said, that's what our morning show is. It's my job to lead it to the point where you get outraged, and either you get outraged and it's hilarious, or you get outraged and then you upset me, and now I'm outraged. Like That's the whole point of the show. Yeah. Or yeah. we just talk about stupid people who leave their babies at the airport, and then we're both just outraged. Why are people so dumb? There, he just <laughs> did it again. Yeah, I hate them. So, What's your goal for the next internship program when it comes to teaching? To not suck at it. 
Well, that's, that's great. Just a general overarching goal. You got McCall. You gotta, don't suck. By the way, by the way, when it comes to teaching, just giving a broad overarching goal probably not going to get anybody anywhere. How about uh, a more concrete point? I think I want to be more of a. Mm. Something that's really difficult for me is like taking my emotions out of things. Yes. <laughs> I speak I speak wholly as a person who wears his emotions on his sleeve, just so we all know that I'm not like calling him call out. I speak as someone who wears his yeah. emotions on his sleeve. But uh, yes. I have a really hard time taking myself out of emotions, especially because like I used to have a work life balance with the bank and the and my right. life. Work was work, work life was life. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Radio, the lines are very much blurred. F- blurred. And so it's hard for me to be able to be like, okay, take my emotions out of it. Be this lady, but only a shell of you <laughs> that doesn't actually have emotions and doesn't actually like, you know. But if I, I don't know. It, I think. Be a robot to the interns. <laughs> right. I am. Robo-tron. I feel like that's something that I need to, I, I need to get better at is being more. More, I don't know, maybe more, more authentic, but leaving a lot of the emotions and like, because I felt like I almost had to fill this. Okay, this is McCall on the show. This is you have to be McCall on the show outside of the show, because I'm kind of a diva and I'm kind of like a kind of like a a nightmare. Yeah, that's kind of my whole the whole spiel is that I'm just a hot mess express and I'm just like a psycho. And so in I reality, feel like she's really not. I'm so laid she's back worse. for the most. Oh, shut up! <laughs> shut up! No, I'm really pretty laid back, but I feel like I had to kind of play this this persona almost, and I feel like I played that persona with some of the interns. Right. And I don't want to do that next time. Right. I think I want to be more authentic, more genuine, but I also want to be strict in in the situation. If that makes sense. Because it's like I turn on work when we're on mic. And so it's like I had to turn on work to be, I don't know. I don't know. I need to distance things. I need to distance my work life with my real life with my situations. So hard. I just need to get my life together. For me, I think I want to be more structured. I think I've always been a person, especially in radio, that I don't want to know the path. Just tell me what point A is and what point B is, and I want to get there how I want to get there. Right. Because I'm going to figure out how to, way to make it more efficient and good, and it'll be good work. I just I want to do it my way. Right. Um, and so that's great, but the pro- I think one of the big things I've tried to focus on in radio personally is there needs to be certain levels of structure that I've added, whether mm-hmm. you know it's, it's communicating before the break, setting things up ahead of time, stuff like that. And so I think with the interns... I think it's really hard to learn from someone who doesn't really have a structure or a way to get through it. And it's just like, this is A, this is B, let's go. Because everybody <laughs> learns different ways. Right. Everybody takes different amount of time. Yeah. So I want to be more structured when we when we do intern version 3.0. Yes. I was going to say structure and authoritative for me. Yeah. Authoritative. Oh, okay. That's good. More. Uh, I support that decision. Because I think, I think part of the problem with becoming too relaxed it just becomes a casual hangout and you're not really learning anything. Right. But then when it comes time to learn something, you're like, well, I don't really want to do that. I want to hang out here. I just want to be bros. Well, this is not a place to... Okay, this so is we'll I mean, I guess you could hang out with us all day, but you're not going to learn anything. Right. Yeah. We'll be friends with them and then you be the Boss. jerk and they'll be like, man, that guy's such a jerk when you leave the building. <laughs> it's okay. I thought producer Butters hated me when I got hired, so... <laughs> It's just yeah, my personality. He's kind of a hard read. I, you know, he's so hard I, to I've read. Through various but it was like after like, this the guy's first. Just clearly not feeling this. Everybody, yeah. everybody tells me that I'm like, easy to read, though. No, you're not. It was after the first couple of days, and we still don't know. Like sometimes you carry yourself, and AJ will be like, "Up, oh, he's, he's mad. On one. He's on one." You'll come in, you'll be like, "What's up, guys? Let's go get some food." And then we're like, "What?" Sometimes, and then sometimes you're definitely on one. But well, I think it's mostly my emotions to myself or how I'm feeling. Yeah, but you don't keep it's, them to yourself. A, you you exude them everywhere. So that the makes prob- me easy to read. The problem is, no, I still think this is one of the big. It's not a problem. One of the big hangups is that <laughs> McCall is the the O positive blood. For everyone, she is the <laughs> universal plug. You drop her in; she'll communicate. She'll figure out how to communicate. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> yeah, right. And so, but there's still, I think, I'm there's hangups between people in general, and there's hierarchy and all that. So there's hangups in how to communicate. But Bruce Butters and I, again, I don't think communicate effectively. Nope. I don't know what it is, but the way we communicate does not work. I the plugs love don't, you guys. Don't but line up. 
No, so, McCall has to and translate you can't, and for you, us. And I can't ask, and also that's what I mean by the hierarchy <laughs> and stuff when it comes to other things too. I can't just ask McCall to be my middleman every time well, either. Well, shoot, what happens normally is like we'll go in somewhere, and then as we leave, producer Butters is like, I think that went terribly. I'm like, what? No, that was good. He was nervous about this, and this was a situation. You made him nervous because of this, this comment you that was made, him. and so you scared him. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I've I learned. That. I've learned that That's I'm very blunt and straightforward. I, there's no beating around the bush. <laughs> no. Yep. Sometimes you need to. <laughs> you, you can be a little nice. I can't. F- I don't know what the word you is. You don't know Fluff what tact up. is. You can Get soften some tact the blow and call a little it good. Bit. What did you say? <laughs> said you could soften the blow a little bit. And I said, "Get tacked." Maybe like an open hand slap as opposed to a full fun- a full fist punch. Please take See, off and that's the something, brass knuckles. That is something I need to learn. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Life is about learning. Espe- new people, I think, especially. I mean, everybody learns differently. I think Bacall obviously takes takes much better to much stricter criticism than I do. <laughs> oh, but I so think in much. general, I think it's easier to err on the safe side that new people probably aren't going to take very harsh criticism well. They're going to probably <laughs> like, need to come be in. Baby. What do you want to do? Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you here? You're wasting. <laughs> you're literally wasting that's, time. That's not how it went, for the record. Don't be afraid if you're like, I'm going to intern. Like, oh, I'm terrified now. I never yeah. want to work with these people. Hello. If you want to intern, please talk to us. Yeah, you can email us. Go to yeah, our website, utahsvfx.com. And then in about six months, when you move on to bigger, better things, we can do this again and talk about all your shortcomings. Or when you decide that you hate us. Whatever. <laughs> 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 it's just. It, it's you know I think you hit the nail on the head. Just my last point as we wrap up the drop the mic. I think you hit the nail on the head. Part of you know, and call me nurture versus nature argument, which I think had a lot to do with personality. But I think it's the same thing here for radio. Radio I think is a lot of nurture versus nature. What do you have available to you and you're with your market and resources, etc. And that's part of the problem too is that we're still trying to carve our way through and learn things. And mm-hmm. then you're and I, we started the internship program, so don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. No, we put it on not. ourselves. These are things that we are learning though. <laughs> but yeah, we're trying to learn that too. And it's like, uh, okay, so you want me to teach you what I learned, but I don't know anything. So how do we teach? you i have no idea <laughs> Here's zero a idea do barter for today because i got nothing yep but i mean if you think about it that's the way i learned it's like you had to do all the little grunt work yeah to move your way up they really what they did is they did that because they didn't know what they were doing so it was just exactly stalling. so we're just you just do affidavits while i figure out what the heck we're gonna do <laughs> yeah that's why you just pass it on <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and you know what i i to me that kind of weeds out the people that actually really want to do this. And the people and that the are people just like, get me on the like, radio Yeah, now. that's what a lot of interns want to do is they come in, they're like, So when am I, I going to be on, on the air. radio? Well, right. well that's a really you're going to work your way up to it. That's how this works. Right. So, right, if, so if you... You heard it here first. Nobody gets on air at the beginning next time. Everybody has to do stupid stuff. You I mean, stuff I, think we, wants to do. I think we waited for Tim a little bit. Yeah. We he probably didn't do a ton of grunt work, though. He just no, out. he didn't. It's just I got tired of people sitting around in here, so I said, okay, we want you to do this. <laughs> oh, now we just sit around in here, McCall. I forgot. That's all we do that, here. See, it was so I, close I, I to liking int- us. Back to the criticism. Int- interns oh, sitting okay, in here. Mm, sure. Nice that he's clarifying I, like, I, now. I had a hard time with uh, the other intern because uh, it seemed like they came in and they were just, just hanging out on right. their phone. It's like, well, and I, mean, are you really I think it goes anything? back to us with structure and, and mm-hmm. a map, basically, right. you know, what we're going to do. So, you know, we'll, again, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll figure it out next time. Maybe version maybe. 3.0 will be great. Maybe we'll be doing this podcast again in six months. Like, all right, here's what we're wrong this time. Turns out we don't know anything. They left out of the first month. <laughs> the They're bottom like, line is, is I think we mostly graded ourselves as not great teachers. Nope. So, we'll that's learn. something we're going to work on. Thank you to Producer Butters for being in on this one. You're welcome. This is AJ McCaw. Drop the mic on teaching. Bye.